But I do remember you, because I was out there during this rare occurrence. It was it was a cigarette was going on, and then Pierce even said, "You know, you know it's Jackie Daytona is, uh, is especially massive lover of your fabrics." I'm actually his manager. Pierce is actually Sunshine Jackson. Today's episode of Stuck in Statics presented by the Church of Equipoise. Whatever awaits you outside this life is beyond comprehension. As such, any time spent asking, trying to learn or unrestrain reason of... Today's Daniel has a church. Understand. Understand. This looks like a manifesto more than anything. What is this? Today's episode brought to you by Boys. Dan has a church, and it's a great church. Dan, you want to talk a little bit about it? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we'll come back to it. <laughs> Brady, who do we got today, big dog? Today, we have Sonny Gale's ass. We have a man that's myth follows his legend like thunder follows lightning. When he goes swimming, dolphins appear. Silky boys. And another special guest, we have Danny Shire with us. If y'all don't know who he is, he leads the church. What what drove you to start a religion, Danny? This is a, if you, honestly, if you told me 10 years ago, most likely to start a religion in our high school graduating class and it said Danny, I'd be like, yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. That is for sure. So what drove you to this conclusion that you had to start a church? So uh, honestly, like I grew up deep in uh, like Christian church, uh, like when did missionary work on Haiti, kind of like deep in it. Um, grandparents were missionaries. Mom was born and raised. In- I'm just going to advise you to go ahead and put the mic in your mouth because you won't pick it up. Sorry. Okay, so why yeah. not? She- Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Remind me of last week. <laughs> uh, so honestly I just felt like a lot of what gives religion meaning like there's meaning where you put meaning and like uh, having traditions and stuff that you you all prescribe to that you all just decide has meaning and gives you like a social cohesion aspect like I feel like there should be at least a non-denominational thing to do that like a social support and honestly like over 77% of suicides are directly like linked in some way to social isolation or loneliness. And I've had my own struggles with like suicidal ideation and depression and especially like being in the military, like leaving that, you get that whiplash of like, oh, there's 300 people just like you that all live in the barracks and you're not allowed to be alone because there's no time for it versus uh, you live in an apartment by yourself You've lost touch with your friends from high school. And even with the new friends that you make, you don't open up to them because you just feel like they wouldn't understand or you'd be burdening them with your problems. So at that point, like, I mean, good Lord, we lost three dudes from our 
high school class. Yeah. In no, a span a couple, of less than a year. Honestly, a couple more recently too, not to mention um, other people that were not in our graduating class, but yeah. like uh, close to it at least. But um, okay, so you're, you kind of saw that there was like a gap in like a, a, a sort of um, purpose of people's lives in America. Just, just like uh, communal misery allows people to continue on. So there's interesting studies about like the London Blitz, how all the suicides dropped off. Yeah. While people were getting bombed. Yeah. During yeah. the whole span of the war, and then it peaked right back up right. after after the ceasefire, after the peace treaty. And so the same thing, like the day after 9-11, there's like a 300-mile radius around New York uh-huh. where nobody committed suicide. Yeah, yeah. Because it was just, hey, we're all going through this together, so no matter the misery, like, let's continue doing this. Yeah. But that all that stuff spiked right back up after the war, and they went and asked these people, like, what made the difference for you? Why did these symptoms, like, reappear after? And I was like, hey, man, like, I was in, I was in the tubes just getting like for five to eight hours listening to bombs drop down, not knowing if it was hitting my friends or family or my house or if the next one was coming through to us. And like, it was so packed, couldn't move, like urinating, defecating on each other, on ourselves, on, on like all over. And I was strong for them. They were strong for me. I knew that we could get through this because like we all were, I was continuing on like the whole, uh, keep calm and carry on thing was during this period of time. And then the war ended and everybody went back to their apartments where they lived by themselves and they never burdened anybody with their problems. And then like the suicidality just jumped right back. Let's up. get to the bottom of it. Why does that happen in our country in America where it doesn't happen maybe somewhere else that is a more communal place? Well, so, uh, Suicide is like a privilege of the upper class in first world countries. Sure. And it seems like the more like money allows you distance yeah. from everyday problems. And so like if you don't have problems, like we have a subjective sense of suffering. So that's why those people that are millionaires, they still complain. Yeah. Because we're always going to have something to complain about. We're always going to be suffering through in some way, shape or form. But if you think that it's just money that's the cause of it, or money's money's the end all be all, that's why the people that win the lottery eventually they're they're freaking the fuck out and they burn through all their money. Yeah, yeah. Same thing for those celebrities that fast track it up through money and pain, uh, fame. They just burn all through it and then they they lose their fucking mind. Yeah, because it's like, oh, I have everything that I thought was stopping me from happiness, and now nothing makes me happy. And so, like, if you acclimate to that, because the human human experience is very, like, adaptive. Mm-hmm. So, if all of a sudden you have everything you ever wanted, you level right back out. So, yeah. what, is, what is, if you're describing your church, then how would you describe your church for someone who wouldn't, doesn't know you, doesn't know your story? It's something that they want to look for. What is your church? And say the name again, let people know. Yeah. Um, just a little brief synopsis of it. So it's, it's called equipoise. It just, uh, it's a scientific term for the balance of forces. Mm. And really, uh, we all... We call it bitchin' sessions. Mm. Sunday nights, we just meet up, we make food together, and then we sit around the fire or uh, hang out in hammocks in the grass outside if it's if it's agreeable weather, and yeah. then we just complain for a while, and we, we're not looking for solutions. We just want to get this shit out there. So one, like, we're more aware of our own suffering, but also, like, it alleviates the pressure in some way. And also, like, same thing. It's like, like a campfire every Sunday. Why are, it's like a podcast. Like a podcast. Like people in the restaurant industry like get so close together because what? 
you're all going through similar hardships. You're all open and honest about yeah. what you're suffering through. That's what I always thought about stuff like uh, sports or marching band too. Is like I felt close to these people because yep. we went through some shit together. It's, some, like, it's the sense shit. of communal misery that. And that's why you hazing should be a thing still too, right? Is that what your church promotes? Is hazing? <laughs> I would say that's all uh, the, the definition of never heard anybody because like I went through the Marine Corps so your definition of hazing he got triggered right, is like completely different to mine right right well like let's define hazing let's say as um, drinking a handle of vodka while, while sitting while sitting okay yeah. so yeah, I, I personally wouldn't wouldn't subscribe to okay, that okay so we don't do that at the at the church no I haven't, do, I haven't drank in like a year and a half okay but do we do other kind of hazing like a communal suffering type of thing where everyone suffers together oh, and afterwards we're like i think i think life has a suffering enough on our own yeah so i think just sharing that those that misery that's interesting though but you said that you know suicide stuff is a privilege of the of the of comfort essentially and that, like, life might be, like, making us suffer so much, but at the same time, we live in a place where life isn't making us suffer so much, right? It's kind of weird and counterintuitive and contradictory. So, so, and, and that's it. So yeah. Suffering is subjective to your environment. Right, right. But if you have other people around you doing the same thing, then it's worth it. We keep going because we're all in this together kind of thing. Yeah. Versus what money does is it isolates you. Mm-hmm. It puts you in a position of power where you don't have to, like think about the everyday things Mm -hmm. you don't have to worry about like flat tires or gas in the tank Mm -hmm. or like food on the table or like making sure your friends are taken care of yeah because you have money for all those things Mm -hmm. it's all all your needs are all of a sudden taken care of and so at the same time like you can't complain about those things you're going through because you're just a rich piece of shit Mm. yeah what are you complaining about right like i have people that complain about like that their dad yells at them and it's like that's all he does. And it's must like, be nice. It's, <laughs> because it's, it's all it's all Which subjective, and so some other people are like, "Wow, you know your dad." And right, it's, yeah. So it, it all that like conversation? everybody suffers. Yeah, Brady and I were that conversation at work. It's it all depends on the person. Well, Daniel, I want to also get in. There, yeah, that was absolutely fantastic. <laughs> a nice spit. intrinsic look. I feel like that you pulled from just your own experiences, able to develop this type of I don't know this sanctuary for feeling and sacrifice, and also kind of community as well and i feel like that's always been a part of like what you've brought to the table especially coming from your military experience and being a veteran and stuff um so dude appreciate you coming here man let's yeah, get this absolutely. shit going thanks for having me um so we have the leader of the equipoise church um daniel shirey lost me mustache um but i also want to bring in one of our other guests he's been on the show before if you remember it he was the silkiest boy he is the dirtiest but also the cleanest back in the 1800s the word dude stood for a man that cared very much about his dapper appearance we have the one the only the silkiest of the silk the softest of the pure pierce he already got an intro glad to, glad to be here and be uh stuck in static you missed it earlier i think pierce pierce yeah i gotta put pure in there you see what i'm saying so hero trash pierce pierce we got you here man what's been going on with you bad boy i beat him in disc golf recently Brady, yeah. Brady did beat me at disc golf for the first in uh, at least 100 matches we've had together. He literally won't stop dude, talking Brady, about it. I had strangers come up to me at a wedding and say, Brady uh, told me that, <laughs> oh, dude, that, know, he, that he beat you at disc golf. I was like, yeah. You're um, damn right that they did. You know why? Because it was a memorable day. Everyone witnessed it. There were scouts out that day. Well, <laughs> it was well, literally me and Brady, and I gave him the win just so he wouldn't cause a scene. That's not what happened. But well, I do want to say. Well, let me tell you what happened. 
It was a hot summer day. I remember it like it was yesterday. It wasn't hot. It was October 28th. Summer? At 3 p.m. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's Kentucky. It was, too, it was like a week and a half ago. It was cold. <laughs> yeah, it was, Kentucky's big. This story is about as floppy as your mustache. <laughs> My mustache looks great as I stroke this thing. And let me tell you, that day was a memorable. Because like I said, scouts were out that day. It was a big tournament going on. It was only between me and Pierce. And I think it was televised on ESPN at the Ocho, if I remember correctly. Uh, you can actually watch uh, it. Yeah, it's you can catch it on Comedy Central at 4 a.m. Um, it comes on after Girls Gone Wild. Dude, and racing is legit. If you interrupt me one more time, <laughs> or if you give someone else the second intro one more time, <laughs> your mustache looks stupid. So I beat him. Go ahead. Minus two to minus one. It was a good day. Well... Other than that bold faced lie over there, uh, I'm gonna thank you for recognizing. Uh, no, I'm gonna, I'm Don't gonna take say, that from me. you're wearing an evil guy mustache, okay? You definitely just lied about that whole plot to take down Pierce. You look like Section 8, Mr. Monopoly. I look like I would, <laughs> I feel like I would tie someone pass, to a railroad. Do not collect your welfare like. check. <laughs> <laughs> I said yesterday, Brady looks like a dude that sells fake He Bibles. only passes go on the 1st and the 15th. <laughs> I thought I looked like a guy who would rope somebody to a railroad track, but that's cool. I'll go with that. You found $50 in food stamps. <laughs> what happened to the policy we had earlier where we just don't bully Brady? <laughs> I miss that policy. So yeah, I it is. Um, I want to ask Pierce. <laughs> Pierce, okay, so I understand the story a little bit how you started Silky Boys. Essentially, Brady was 400 pounds, and you said, I'm going to start Silky Boys. Yeah, it right? was more or less a big loser project for Brady to make him fit tight clothes. That <laughs> I was making. Was it? <laughs> okay. That, I did it. I wanted to sell it for $100,000, but he won. Well, shit, dude. That's a that's a that's a good ass friend right there that will like start a company just so you can get your off your fat fucking ass. And I mean, it's motivation. Nice. Every hoodie I could make was one week of him not relapsing on crazy bread from fucking little Caesar. So, so it was a totally worth it. The way the way he measured his sizes of clothes was like this is two bags of crazy bread. This is three. <laughs> hey, the thing is though, you were still looking pretty damn good even at that heavy set back down. Oh, I was dude, a sexy little was, fat boy. Was, I, was, I used I was, to call him Big Tasty. Sexy he was Little thing. Oh, I was big well, tasty, Bubba. I was I was gonna say, so speaking of Pierce, some of your clothes, man. I see you brought some of us to my if you're wondering why we're looking so yeah, fly this out. Is, uh, we got our uh, it's a hoodie bucket on. hat made out of some grandma's curtain. This is Daniel, he's my in-house grasshopper, and uh he's been making some clothes and shit. It's had a couple blankets. And Brady's got the Commonwealth Stadium, fuck Kroger Field. That's what it's supposed to be called. Yeah, Facts. Sure. it's always Commonwealth. Always will be. Well, That's so, what yeah. I'm saying. Fresh produce, same price, you know. Wait, so did you have an interest in clothes like before you started? Or were you just like, I'm going to pick up a skill and you just chose? No, nah, it was, I was doing like a vintage resale type deal with just fucking weird party clothes. I was taking to festivals and reselling. And then my homie got me a sewing machine one Christmas for no reason. And I was like, well, I guess I'm going to use it. Yeah. yeah. So is it the same sewing machine you still use right now? Uh, no, I sold it to like one of my first people I taught how to sew. She didn't have one. So I was like, yeah. just buy mine. I'll teach you how to use it. I'll right. use that money, buy a new one. So. so about how efficient are you? Like two or three sweatshop workers wise? Um, <laughs> so I had an intern that she was at UK, but she dropped out. So she was helping me for a little bit, but I've taught like at least a dozen other people how to sew and use the same patterns I've used and stuff before, but it's mainly just me making every step of the process for real. Yeah. Okay. So did you learn just to like YouTube it? What's that? 
with this guy. <laughs> <laughs> it's a mustache. Can I get a little nigga, dude? I'll, uh, that's why I sneezed. I try to ask a question, but did you? So did someone? Did someone teach you how to sew, or did you just learn on like YouTube and stuff? Uh, mainly through YouTube, but my best friend growing up, his mom, that's was her profession since I've met him. Is she's like a professional seamstress for different shop she's worked yeah, at yeah. so so anything i couldn't figure out i just take to her and she'd teach me how to do it or oh, whatever okay yeah that's what's up so are are all your designs just like makeshift fabrics and stuff or is it or do you like sketch your own designs as well um, and try to so it's mainly all just recycled vintage fabrics nostalgia stuff like i use old Disney sleeping bags or bed sheets just anything cartoon or super vintage like curtains if i got enough material and stuff out of Dude, it just whatever is, i can is, really yes, find is, I've, never, I've never worn some of your gear before but this is this is only pretty comfortable it's light um i love that you have the matching bucket hat with it dude yeah, yeah. Um, not like a sailor <laughs> <laughs> uh, my forehead clearly is why people tune in you look like little debbie if was like <laughs> <laughs> i'll be honest i thought you were trying to cross the border <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck guys <laughs> It's the worst sombrero I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> you got that in New Mexico, didn't you? No. <laughs> He's not wearing enough turquoise. Not enough turquoise. Yo, could you imagine Hunter in Mexico, like speaking Spanish, like with the confidence he has that he talks about Dude, football? You'd be like, like, oh, oh, like Germany. Super comfortable. I'm glad you're still grinding. Uh, we had you on, I think, in March or something like that. So uh, I know you've been doing your thing and grinding it out. Yeah, you I got had some a shit ton of new stuff. A man. fashion show a while ago. Uh, Thanks for at the, the invite. Lyric theater. I mean, everyone was invited. <laughs> Chill out, bro. And, uh, Thanks for showing up. We've got <laughs> we've got like a pop up slash runway show. Uh, I think it's November 17th out at Vintage Therapy, the Gray Line Station. Okay, yeah, Gray Line's and awesome. Got a. You need models? Uh, yeah, probably. Can I be one? Yeah, just wear exactly what you're wearing besides those tacky boots, and we got you. Not, first off, tacky boots. First off, they're not tacky. Everybody, um, Gray Line Station. And then uh, just so. got a couple really? Take them off. I got pieces of clothing entered uh, for the Lexington Art League at the Loudon House. It's in Castlewood Park, so I'm gonna have a few pieces displayed there throughout November, December. So yeah, man, got some bougie fucking. Oh, yeah. So what's your what's like your process? Do you see something like in mind that you want to make and then you make it, or do you like find something and you're like, oh, I can make it into this? It's usually a combination of both. I usually see either a piece of fabric that's the right size or something I'm looking for that fits exactly what I'm thinking about, or yeah. it's just something weird and offhand. Want to try like a new experiment with and right. make some stuff. Okay. How do you stay like motivated to keep making stuff? I feel like that's the hardest part of like, you know, when you're in a creative endeavor, just to be like, oh, Honestly, I'm just going to go into the It's next just thing a whole go. lot of dabs and keep myself <laughs> sedated <laughs> through the manual labor. And I feel like if I stop doing it at this point, people will just be super concerned about it. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, I yeah. couldn't pass it off. So, uh, well, I, think I think that's kind of a, a cool segue. I'm just already so deep into it that it's paying off and I'm enjoying it. So, well, it's kind of a cool segue, Dale's talking about earlier with like you kind of the the pain is kind of enlightening in a little bit yeah that's like i was doing like the whole past year year and a half i was doing just the clothing thing just that was my only form of income at all and it was paying all the bills plus extra i didn't really have to like chill out at any certain level and i literally 
can't move back to Lex and started my serving job again just because I was like, I'm just straight up misbehaving, dog. Like, I have absolutely no suffering or have, I don't have to, I have to, don't have to do anything I don't want to do. So, like, yeah. it's still decent extra money and yeah. makes me be sober for six hours out of the day. So, <laughs> it's not a bad thing. It's all about balance, man. Right? Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Some echo poise right there. Yeah. <laughs> I was having too much fun, straight up. So uh, today we actually brought you here, Hunter. We're going to induct you into the church since we're all members and you're not. That's right. That's right. So um, what do I got to do? Because I'm not doing the thing. First off, don't have a Wario First mustache. First you got to talk into the mic. <laughs> yeah, I like how you turned it upside down. <laughs> right. Your mustache is real. You look like Wario, but still Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> Second, we're going to baptize you in a pool of 7-Up. <laughs> oh, dude. That's we what just learned Echopoise loves 7-Up. Well, um, uh, Dan, I was a little curious because, like, in my head, I'm thinking how hard it must be to, like, do, to start, like, where in your head did it start to where you're like, I want to get a church going on, and what is that process like? Like, do you, do you have to know someone like Pierce? <laughs> like, to, does he have a church guy? I mean, all a church is is a, a, a group of people. I mean, there's a lot of paperwork, though. If you want to get it established as a 501c3 nonprofit. But yeah. luckily, my mom that. is a notary, and she notarized the documents. Hey! So you just got to know somebody like Pierce. <laughs> He's about to pull out these documents. He's official in this bitch. Let's read it. My parents literally stamped the shit and said, what did I just sign? <laughs> <laughs> did I just start a cult? corporation? Oh, shit, that's the wrong did one. Did I just start something Kanye's going to hate in 20 years? <laughs> <laughs> No, these are legit. I mean, these are like stamped and everything. Holy shit. Bro, your signature looks like you started a religion. <laughs> <laughs> this is like the most schizophrenic. It's almost 3D. Jesus Christ. It's just like, a dick. to put more spirals in <laughs> yeah, Okay. I think you could do a couple more for sure. All right. Definitely says Danny Shrike. No, I mean, like, I think it's an interesting point you bring up about, like, isolation. And, like, do you think that's uniquely... Um, allocated to like our country, our people type of thing? Or do you think this is something that it's a wave that's passing through time and getting to eventually getting to everybody in the world? No, I think, I think as like more and more people get uh, economically, I guess, uh, lifted up. Out of like at pure poverty. Point, at that point, like that enables privacy. Yeah. And the more private you are, the more shame you have to hide. Mm. And so at that point, like that's the shit that makes us human. Mm -hmm. It's like all all this stuff. Like it's uh, kind of like Syndrome says in The Incredibles. When <laughs> I'm sorry, you look like a dry guy right now. <laughs> you look like a smooth boy. <laughs> you look like you got that mustache so you could like block the cum hitting your chin. It looks like his you look Brady's like Brady's is glistening. Like it's 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 it used with cum. That's how I keep it there. Damn right. Almost like the mustache. Yeah, right. Like, get my good side. I did it like that on purpose. Three dimensional. <laughs> Hunter yeah. and Pierce, you both look like you listen to Lip Biscuits break stuff before every shift of work you have. <laughs> you guys look like off, you guys look like off duty insane clown posse members. Hey, <laughs> too far. Sorry, sorry, sorry. We like ICB here. We There's like no guys. face paint in here. Okay, you're right. I'll be wearing right. it. Juggalos is what they're called. I'm sorry, I apologize. And juggalettes if you're a girl. Juggalettes, not juggahoes. I thought it was juggahoes. No, juggahoes is offensive. Right, that's Depends what I'm saying. On the juggalette. Really? Is it like pro? Is is this like pronouns for ICP? Are we gonna have like a million of those too? I'm down, oh, so you call your amigo ninja? I'm non-binary. Yo, what? 
<laughs> he is definitely not binary ninja. If I've ever heard one. I'm trans juggalo. Juggalips. <laughs> yeah. I'm a fallen hatchet man. I drink uh, my favorite Fago is diet cream soda. Brilliant. Oh, the fat ass dab on the podcast. <laughs> a straight Delta Eight. Here's just a rock Delta star. Eight. You think we can troll him on here? <laughs> I was told I was allowed to do dabs. Oh, it's actually. Uh, <laughs> I know your source right now. It's, I know it was. It's legal because it's religious sacrament. Oh, there we go. Can you do that? Yeah, 1990 Religious Freedom Restoration That's incredible. Act. Yeah, so yep. how many like things can you get away with as a church? Most of it. Is there like a... I don't a, know if you should phrase it as we can get away with. It's like, I mean, what do you, what you can practice? What are the yeah. benefits of, of doing it in a church versus doing it by yourself? What is a sin and a not a sin in your community? Well, I mean, sin's subjective to the person. So I'd say, like, there, there is no sin because, like, what is, what is theft to a man that's starving to death? You know, the people are talking. Would you consider yourself the next Billy Graham? Oh, fuck no. That dude's fucking nuts. <laughs> <laughs> so there's an answer for the people. But as we're kind of, as we're going through it here, I wanted to ask you guys some of the um, uh, questions of how did you guys run into each other? Because I worked with you, Daniel, at Malone's, and we went to high school and stuff. And then you and Paris currently now live together. Because I've heard you've picked up sewing too. <laughs> Paris. Paris, Jesus, Pierce. It's a lot of peas, dude. A lot of pee peas. Paris, you can live with me if you want. I got a I got a comfy ass couch. You can have my bed. <laughs> Apparently you live there anyway. Yeah, that's where you've been this whole time. But you guys, so how did you, you know, kind of form this sewing circle? That's what we call it now. Uh, it's it's just two guys, so it's a, a two guys one up. A sewing circle jerk. Oh, okay. Now, have you found yourself um, enjoying it more? Like, did you kind of get into it, or were you already kind of sewing beforehand, Daniel? No, I, I did I did nothing. I actually would bring Pierce, like, various fabrics I would find, and I'd be like, hey, this should be something. And that was, like, that was all our relationship was for, like, three months. Okay. And then, like, we would just talk every once in a while while he was there, and then I, he let me know he was moving back to Lexington. He was looking for a place. I was like, man, I got a spare bedroom that I've just been... Filling with crackhead shit. Sick. So And now we got him a crackhead on blankets. <laughs> yeah, it is. He literally has probably like a hundred and I have four. He's now, literally was, he's scalping the whole yeah, market and just <laughs> he's just going in on it. Giving it to the hoes, giving it to the homeless, giving it to his fucking homies. It's fucking That's true. It's fire. <laughs> it's fire. Y'all need to y'all need to hang with my grandma because she would ha- you guys would find some serious deals. I love gilfs. I would totally be down. <laughs> okay, let's yeah. uh are we, uh, one of you guys Patricia George I love you. dope. Yeah. <laughs> but no, um, because now that we've I've I've kind of been going in there and, and seeing stuff i wouldn't say that it's easy but it's just having an eye for that kind of stuff and just after you like yeah like especially with yours because i feel like your style is its own style uh, i definitely have a lot of people bring me absolute hot garbage that they're really excited about and we're just like oh man thank, yeah. you, thank you so much i hope you don't go to the good well i donate this to yeah. <laughs> but i try to get what i can out of the fucking shit at, people bring to me or whatever i can find at this point i feel like you and daniel need to get one of those um uh like at hearts the dry cleaning place where it's got like the beep thing when people pull up and you, they're just giving you guys bags. You know what I mean? Because that shit would be fuego. I've got like a hefty amount of either fabric or just clothes at like three different of my homies' house and basement stored away because I don't 
have enough room for it the, in my own fucking house. Fucking I have packed. I have such an <laughs> I have such an obscene amount of fabric that I couldn't even imagine going through in my lifetime. That Do you ever see like I just cannot bear to throw away any of it. Do you ever think there's going to be like your your best piece of work? I know it probably hasn't come yet, but do you ever envision that? Like, do you ever every now and then I have what I consider like my favorite thing I made or some shit. Yeah, it just keeps getting better and better. And like, whenever I have fashion shows or like this art gallery stuff, I'm about to do, I try to make something really unique and yeah. not even necessarily wearable in public, but just something super right. dope. That, For like a fashion show. Yeah, exactly. So like, are you like making that with like knowing like, oh, this is about to be fire or do you not know until it's made? No, I generally have a pretty good idea about stuff. I don't really sketch anything out, yeah. but whenever I come across some like super, super crazy fabric or something like that, I try to plan it out beforehand and make extra unique touches to it and right, stuff right. like that. Okay. Yeah. Make good use of the good I shit. hardly keep like anything that I do make straight up. Like I literally have one hoodie out of the thousand yeah, I've I made that, straight I up. I more hoodies that you've made. Yeah. Do. I don't, I don't <laughs> literally don't own hardly any of my own clothing besides just like shit that I'm like, Oh, I'm literally never going to come across this again. Yeah. And yeah. make something out of it. Yeah. But, is there some stuff where you're like, nah, this is for me. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah. There's a okay. handful of things, not honestly too much. I still, like to dress super comfortable and I'm a dirty gross boy. I like to go play a lot. So yeah. I don't like to wear my, <laughs> I'm, I'm a dirty gross boy. I, I fucking, get, I get smelly. Oh. My clothes are not meant to be washed super often. Tanked. Yeah. I'm trying to keep this fucking yeah. beat wagon down here Dude, under control. Torque. Don't even try to hide it. Hope you're ready for the Oregon trail. Cause you better hop on this wagon. Um, but my <laughs> before people would, the train was invented, they would run wagons on your grandmother. <laughs> you know there there are moments of, getting, there's no fucking because she's, she's slutty you guys are not going shopping now you've lost your fucking right to do that I'm sorry that was funny I bring you guys fucking mustaches we get you guys some cute little chairs this and you just talk about railing my grandma dude, no rails no. dude they weren't invented just be respectful to her dirt lines <laughs> <laughs> You're having a good time now, aren't you? I was so glad to make it fun of you and not me for once. The tough part now is segue off the of running break. train on grandmother. <laughs> you can't hurt me. Hey, let's fuck the hunter's I grandma. Yeah, guys, let's go. Hey, hunter's grandma is a very lovely woman. Yeah, that's why we're all going to fuck her. I would call her right? yeah, fuck yeah, her. Yeah. I've got standards, dude. <laughs> Daniel. I can't wait for the next stuck in static, but it's stuck in grandma. <laughs> I don't want to go to your fucking church. Everyone's grandma. What do you have to like? You you put your name, address, what's your grandmother's maiden name on there as well. I got. Let's that just news. say your grandma showed up and put her entire inheritance yeah. in the tithing box. Let's just say she got something to suffer from. Now. Well, I'm just really happy she's putting their money towards small church. We don't drink grape juice and little breadcrumbs for wine and uh, bread. We kind of eat something else. You know. What I'm saying? <laughs> she makes a hell of a chicken salad. We'll call it a chicken salad. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever kind of salad you want to call it, we toss that shit. <laughs> that was pretty good. That was, that was Smells more like a seafood salad. <laughs> Extra mayonnaise. Yeah, so... Um, How are we doing with your grandma? You yet? guys met, I'm assuming... Uh, oh, we're just getting started. We're just started. <laughs> through mutual friends over there. Deflect, deflect. I gotta deflect, dude! <laughs> He's not used to be the butt of the Put joke. Put your hat down. Deflect it more. <laughs> deflect. 
See, that's how you do it. Clothing produced and distributed by Silky Boys. Dude, that tennis bracelet, the ring, and the hat, you look like a fucking trailer park rapper. I feel good. <laughs> I do. On the way over here, I was hardcore into like fucking Nick Eminem. <laughs> I was Limb Biscuit and Papa Roach was on the playlist when I came over here. I was fucking in it to win it. Cut my life into pieces. You, this is my favorite. Head. Yeah. Do you, do you remember when um, um we That's went to my that? last grandma? <laughs> Suffocation, choking her out. That's her favorite way to get out. <laughs> <laughs> the fact, the fact that we were able to keep going. I've actually wrote I'm this fine. song already. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm glad I brought the mustaches. I'm glad we're wearing the gear. Dude, wearing and I'm glad my grandma was brought up in the podcast. How are you going to have me wear a villain mustache and not even rap out your grandma? That's true. I did this to myself, man. That's kind of your fault. You're like you make a mean winter schnitzel. A what? I don't know. Schnitzel. A wiener schnitzel? Winter schnitzel. No, it's no schnitzel. Winter? No, if, if you're from Germany, you call it a schnitzel. And you look like you've definitely marinated pork and fucking wild turkey. It was terrible. Yeah, you look terrible. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so let me ask, how did you guys end up living it? How, how did that, like, I know, how did you, did you know Pierce before? We literally have got, we the last 30 minutes was the story. <laughs> he's trying to show, he's so, we're about to go in the same loop and talk I about your grandma. Right? Right? <laughs> <laughs> That's how we met. You were talking about actually yeah. introduced us. Why don't we just like skip that and go back to your grandma, dude? How about yeah. the tits, bro? We yeah. were talking about a niche earlier Well, we found it. <laughs> we found our niche, it's your grandma. The spin cycle, baby. <laughs> That's the niche. Yeah. The niche is not repeating our questions. <laughs> All right, It's a weird genre. Yeah, but you want me to lead it? Go. All right, cool. So, let me get this going first. So, brain and capacity. Mine's at like 50%. So, Pierce, Danny, top three favorite Silky Boy shirts right now. Go. Shirts? Yeah. Or hoodies or any clothing fabric. <laughs> Closey hoodie you made recently. The fucking, the fringe pants. And All right, honestly, this hoodie. Yeah, that one matches his dog. We got a big fucking uh, You're already at a time Alaskan wolf dog called Luna. She's a bitch. Fucking uh, we like to bitch. verbally berate her on a daily basis. Um, probably so that one. Uh, I made these bleach teas with like a dinosaur sucking its own dick. That's like a pretty big dope. bronchiosaurus just sucking oh itself. God. That was probably one of my favorites. Oh, wow. Probably and, the only uh, dinosaur that can do that. And it made like a, a handful of Dale Earnhardt blankets. Like three or four of those, because raise hell, praise Dale. Yeah, the goat. Oh, yeah, how many wins he got? In black, too many. That's all. <laughs> I like it. Good answer. Not, not enough. <laughs> not enough. He ain't dead. He's a lap ahead. I'll tell you what. <laughs> what was it like today. living with Brady when he was in his uh, degenerate phase? Um, I would say it was kind of like free time. Really, it was kind of like. Volunteering at a children's hospital. Yeah, he's kind of like just taking care of an adult retard he's most of the day because he's taking shits most of the time, right? Usually. Yeah, the Crohn's yeah. was kind of out of hand. Yeah, yeah it wasn't her initial. Um, he would just play like really bad video games, like religiously on purpose. <laughs> right, Man Legends was a very fun game, eat, and we'd eat a whole lot of mushrooms. <laughs> we ate a shit ton of mushrooms. That's great. Did you draw any uh, inspiration from Brady's um, habits? Literally, no one's ever drawn in any inspiration of anything I've done in this life. 
And you I'm didn't ever see like the twice. crazy bread in his chest hair and just be like, you know, oh, that'd be dude, a good I would hoodie. watch him finger fuck the empty bag of crazy bread like <laughs> he was a crackhead <laughs> on a consistent basis. And uh, he didn't even inspire like a 4X hoodie or anything. Yeah. We've had some three right, X's, but not four X. I was not four X. He's not allowed yeah. to maybe, wear maybe the maybe one of those onesies where the them. ass like flap comes out. No, no, no poop shoots. No, no. Damn. You I should make a good. I love a good poop shoot though. Yeah, you should make your own. They call uh, them butt fuckers. <laughs> or that. How did you acquire more It depends more where you're at. <laughs> where did you well, get? eventually it grows. Okay. You just got a hell of a chin strap there <laughs> on your face. The chin strap's been there for a week at least. <laughs> you're right. What am I thinking? I'm cut off. Don't look at me. I'm, I'm waiting for you to take control. I've been taking control. <laughs> Are we, we going to finger fuck this salsa or what? Hunter looks we're like gonna a finger fuck. We're also... Have you ever seen the baby well guys, that has like the fucking... I actually have a new segment weird uh, presented thing. by Propel Water that we're going to do today. Which flavor? Um, we're just going to use flavors on you Blackberry. No, we're going to have an Indian leg wrestling tournament. Who's in it? You're I'm the champion. Uh, versus. Can, can we do two on one? Because you got anything involving Brady's hamstrings needs to be. I'll beat, I'll right beat you. I will beat two no, of I'll, you at once. I'll beat you. I'll Your beat two of you at once. Technique is really bad. I've seen it. <laughs> I whooped you one day with scoops. That was one day. Brady's never had technique. He's scoops weighs like, like six pounds. Dude, he's for made a linguini. Let's go smoke a cigarette and let's do it. No, I want to do it now. I'll smoke a cigarette before I beat you. How about after? after I beat you, you go smoke that cigarette and like, I can't believe you beat me in two things this past month. Oh, shit. No. Yeah. It's November now, though. But Yeah. Right. Yeah, so, now it's no fat November, so if we wrestle, it's going to be kind of against the rules. How do you wrestle? <laughs> what do you want him to say? No, <laughs> what do you say He keeps that? putting the mic back. It's kind of a mic drop. He's being polite. I'm being polite. Something Hunter and Paris aren't doing over there. I'm just <laughs> <about> to say. <laughs> At this point, I've stopped trying to Every time I look over, here's Paris. Hunter starts yeah, talking. Like, then he yeah. Hunter. Hunter's grandma. Hunter's yeah. Yeah. Right. And, and I'll say, yeah. Stuff. She knows exactly how to But I wanted to get back more into Danny's religion thing because I think it's an interesting topic because, like you said, we've had a lot of people or lost a lot of people our age. But, like, this kind of thing affects mainly men, if you notice, right? Yeah, 80% of suicides are men. Right. And like, I don't know if that's because of just like men are just more willing to do or more impulsive, maybe overall and like get to that point and like do it quicker. Or do you think it's like a unique thing that's happening to men in general? That is- so there's there's a couple factors behind this. Uh, one, we do tend to be more isolated, especially True. with things that we're going through. We don't like to fucking like open up about the burdens and shit that we're suffering from. Um, two, uh, while men commit 80% of the suicides, bless you, Jesus. Woo. <laughs> Star for attention. Uh, women attempt suicide four times more often than men. So what that is is men traditionally do a much more violent uh, method, and like it's it's decisive, like blowing yeah. their brains out. Right. Not, 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 oh, yeah. not, not the time, gentlemen. No, he had something to say. I was yeah. like, let's hear it. He backed out of what he had to say. He said cigarette. You said cigarette. You fucking he said cigarette. Secret, cigarette. Not cigarette. You said cigarette. Cigarette. Uh, Freudian slips are happening right now. <laughs> Do you want a cigarette? No, I quit him. No, you didn't. You just had one earlier. <laughs> you, just <laughs> you just had one. That was to remind no, myself why I hate him. I bet you beat Pierce at Ultimate Frisbee, too. Uh, <laughs> I did beat Pierce at Ultimate Frisbee. I, oh, what about disc golf, though? Well, that was different. Ultimate <laughs> Frisbee, not a shot. Disc golf, definitely not a shot. I already beat you. You're off the list. So for the Damn. viewers that don't know, I have a list of people to mark off on my disc golf list. 
And the list got thinner that I'd be Pierce. Let's just say that. Mm. That is how it works. Overdue. You know what? I don't like your intellectual bilingual shit. To be fair, Brady plays like. at River Hill three times a day, 14 times like a week. And that uh, math does not check that out. Doesn't add up. No, it, it, it does. That. Multiply 14 by three is divided not by divisible four. by three. Oh, wow. You're a math teacher now, too. Go fuck yourself. It's Here's literally my thing. the remedial golf disc no, golf course. Yeah, it's it's a, fucking so trash. I don't have to be a math teacher to know fucking here's, four here's, times three is not it's literally 14. The easiest I know shit how it works, Dan. I clearly went to college. I treat disc off like I do sex. If I got it, Poorly. I got it. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point, dude. If you've, I got it, I got it. You've only beaten Here's, Here's been my biggest thing about once. it. He is there... <laughs> He is at that course so much, and I'm just like, Brady, try something new. Do something different. He does the same fucking thing every time out there. He does a little fucking, and he does he does a flip. And <laughs> Can you describe that for the podcast listeners? Okay, so it is a truffle shuffle up to the corner rim. And it's, <laughs> it's like if you watch Michael J. Fox try to play Frisbee. Exactly. Oh, dude. I don't it's, like he's, it's like he's crumping the whole way up to the edge. <laughs> And then he I'm just problem. fucking shanks it on purpose. My biggest thing has been is like Brady, change it up, try something new. And he's still, he's got some singers and dingers out there. But my thing is, bro, Mainly own the dingers. course, man. Why, why, change up the course, Brady? Do something different. It's with literally moves. like his home turf that he just takes his shit on every time. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I know this like the back of my hand that I've never seen before. Like, <laughs> do you know how many different stances I've had to go through to get to the one I have? <laughs> oh yeah, it's. It's bad. It's not bad. It's bad. Like, I'm crumping the whole way. I look dope. I've got one foot like that propositioned up so I can throw it from my hip like that. It's a whole science. It's like a really bad slow motion interpretive dance. Do you know what the word proposition means? I don't know. Do you know what the word up means, Danny? Do you think about that? We've had to go over the word juxtaposition (laughs) probably like four times on this podcast. (laughs) So, yeah, yeah. Juxtaposition. Juxtaposition's getting us real, real shook. That one's dumb. I'm just going to stop using it at this point. I got a. I got a juxtaposition for you. Yeah. I got a junction. I got a juxtaposition for this motherfucker. I got a proposition for you, junction. Junction, junction, let's juxtapose. I thought. Thanks, Dylan. I can always count Dylan. Thanks for making sure it rhymed. Yeah. You actually stopped using juxtaposition. That's all about rhyming. I was going to go into the second verse with it. I don't know how poetry works, but it seems like it could be close to that. That's a Mongolian throat singer right there. Stop it! Sucker Sack's taking a break! It's time for a little. I hit the wrong button, but we're gonna get it! What is that? I said, it's time to move. It's time to groove. You better get your thumbs right, because you're going to pop something tonight. It's that bubble wrap pop. Oh, you have to do one at a time. What are you doing? Oh, that's 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 I would like everybody to know I didn't mind the fastest with one hand because I'm that strong and that big a hand. I popped them all on my head. It's funny because you look like an idiot. So. All, yours before we started. all right, we're going to take a break. Y'all. <laughs> yeah, we're going to take a break. You feel good. So, Brady, can I uh, bump one of those? Tell me a joke for a zen, Dylan. Celebrity shot. Let's hear it. Uh, what did the nearsighted gynecologist and the puppy have in common? What's that? A wet nose. 
<laughs> Here you go. <laughs> what do, uh, what do a gynecologist and a delivery driver have in common? What's that? They can smell it but not eat it. <laughs> What's the best part about a, the paraplegic Olympics? What? Getting up and walking away. <laughs> What's the best part about school shootings? What's that? I don't got to pay for your dumb kids free lunch no more. <laughs> How do you tell Dolly Parton's kids from the audience? Oh. The breast, fuck the the birthmark or the fucking stretch marks. They don't suck. It's a good joke. The you breast, tell the breast bar. No, you tell Dolly Parton's kids from the audience by the stretch marks on their mouth. This joke sucks. So, guys, one of our sponsors today is brought to you by Henry Clayton's Hot Salsa. A small business owner in Georgetown, Kentucky, brought me some of this salsa today while I was working. He remembered me after helping him load some lumber in his car, and he brought some of his excellent salsa to the place of my work. He told me the story, and the story goes that when he was in prison for 20 years, he learned how to make this salsa from a ex-gang member who was the leader of the Crips. Now, before the Crips guy was desperately put down in a gang war that happened inside the prison, he taught him how to make this while they worked in the kitchen together. And today, we have an excellent balance of both salsa and hotness with a great collaboration of natural ingredients consisting of jalapenos, peppers, white garlic, some homemade-grown tomatoes, and the most important part, love. So, you all, if you're looking for some excellent heat and salsa combined into one little jar there, check out Henry Clayton's Prison Heat Salsa, folks. Get a little taste of that. What do you think? The secret ingredient is hot cart every other Wednesday and felonies. (laughs) (laughs) Are we all going to take a dip of it? Not going to lie. Not that hot. Well, it's kind of, it tickles on the back. Eh, No, I'm not feeling it yet. Brady's Brady's back is very callous from. <laughs> from no, it's, it's Brady's back. Like it's is not very crazy hot, but it's got really good flavor. Yeah, good flavor. <laughs> oh, it's delicious. I should start with that. It's delicious. <laughs> it's really good. Just oh, that's chronic. You know what? I'm starting to get the heat on the back of my throat now. That's fire. Okay, I'm an asshole. Sorry. I'm Just getting... like every no, that's night, dang. That's fire. I like how on the on the label it says "Living My Dreams." Just on the side of it, in like well, yeah, this guy. Yeah, because he's not a prison. No, d- oh, true, true. Facts, though, yeah. Every day's free. He's thought about oh, this yeah, for think 20 about years. leaving prison and now you're selling hot sauce salsa. Hey man, my man, my man is. Uh, he's an older gentleman and he came in. He, I'm not for sure how old his age is, but he came in with a lot of passion and uh, he he, mm. tr- he tried to tip me when I, I was out there and I was shit. like, don't worry about mm. tipping me. Uh, I heard you make some uh, awesome salsa, so he brought in some salsa. He's like, uh, one of your bullets helped load my car. Uh, he wanted some salsa. And he came in with this huge rack of jars. He goes, so where do you want me to put them all? And I was like, whoa, dude, like we can't sell that here, but it's delicious. Yeah. So Just put that in your hand. Yeah, what, let's what are you talk doing? about that. Put it in the I'm mouth. Not, I'm not sharing it. a spoon with you, Brady. degenerates. It's why. It's not we a We shared it with Brady. you, jackass. Yeah. If anything, for years, we're better than you. <laughs> I, I'm, can't contest. I'm kind of a famous podcaster What's now, wrong with so. our mouth? Well, for starters, you never had a problem with it before. Now, guys, we would have chips instead of a spoon, but that was a key ingredient I forgot to bring with the salsa. I don't want to dilute the salsa. My favorite part of chips (laughs) and salsa is not having chips at all. (laughs) The chips are overrated. Just the salsa part. Just drink it out of the spoon. COVID's over, right? Yeah. Bet you won't drink (laughs) it. No, yeah. You want to put it in a beer pong and see if you can chug it? Wait, where can you buy this stuff? Uh, they're yeah, but not like they're fucking baked beans, no. you savage fuck. You want to talk about that? Yes. Yeah, we can talk about that for sure. You're a witness. Yeah, br- just bring it up. You want to bring it up? Oh, yeah, you can bring it up. That's gross. After the sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> after, after the sponsor, we'll bring it up. 
<laughs> it is delicious salsa. Somebody's listening right now like, how the fuck do I buy it? <laughs> you just, you don't right. get it. So it's Henry, the visit at, okay, it says, Henry Clayton owned and operated in Northern Kentucky. By owning a small business, I am living my dreams. It says www.henryclayton.com. Henry Clayton.com. Okay, we good on that? And he told me that um, he said that if you use the promo code for uh, more than four jars, uh, the promo code hand. being static, you will get a uh, 15% discount. Are you lying to our guests right now? No. Are you, you're not? No. Yeah, for real? Holy shit, real sponsor. That's awesome. A, a real sponsor? Let's go. Yeah. Fucking made it, boys. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Made this salsa. This was like to be famous. <laughs> HenryClayton.com. That's where you can get your, what is it called? Prison Heat Hot Sauce. Oh, because he was in prison. Yeah, prison. Damn. Okay. What's the promo code again? Uh, sta- static. S-T-A-T-I-C, I believe. Well, yeah, get your hot sauce on. That's dope. That's some good hot salsa. I think if you can kick it up a notch on another one. Yeah. Yeah, that's my recommendation. Make it spicier. Because it says hot sauce salsa, and it's like... I was expecting a little more. Use oh, yeah. a Carolina Reaper next super time. Max yeah. Most promos and advertising we do, we say that it is the greatest hot sauce. <laughs> nah, we being real yeah, on here. I it's mean, good. You know, That's it's, the thing. No it's, one's saying it's, it's bad. Salsa. It's top 15. Uh, okay, yeah. It's, it's top 15. Yeah, I'm getting a store. That's true. This is facts. Yeah, this is better than any Tostitos bullshit. I would pay three twenty nine dollars for it. I'd pay four ninety nine. You're a cheap bastard to pay six. You have no, you have no clue. <laughs> you have no idea. No, I have an idea. Brady's like, I would actually pay for this instead of just walking out with it. Bro, y'all have no idea how Bra- how mad Brady was when I, was I like got earlier. in his car today. Like he was just silent. He didn't say anything to me, and I was like, Oh, what is this? What'd you get? Some like fucking vape pen type shit. He was like, yeah, I paid way too much for it. And I was like, oh, where was it? It was like $49 for this vape oh, pen or whatever it was. Yeah. yeah. And it was supposed to be 20 Idiot. I was like, well, thank I, God yeah. you, you fucking stopped Could've smoking cigarettes. Could have bought a carton of cigs. <laughs> Do what? Could have bought a carton of cigs. That's a carton of cigs, bro. I wish I was Yeah, I know. You should have. Yeah, cigs are tight. Bro, I'm just saying. <laughs> we endorse this salsa and cigarettes. Yeah. Let's go. Just roll it in. I just 50 cent cigarettes. Yeah, we don't have any tortilla chips, but let me just put a fucking menthol. Yeah. <laughs> Don't tip me with a good sound. <laughs> I've just never seen Brady like so wreck. upset. Dude, I, was, I was even telling Paris and Paris, you don't understand, bro. I hate spending money. Brady was yeah, so that's like, mad. That's like four hours of him at Malone. Exactly. Yeah, that's, that's true. Like, that's four I, hours working. Like, dude, I had a buddy. I like only worked five. I had hours. a buddy that anytime he spent a lot of money, uh, he would uh, he would uh, compare the price to how many Little Caesars pizzas he could get for it. And I thought that was a great. Hunter, that was me, bro. Yeah, dude. Yeah, <laughs> that shit was heavy. Life in that was hard. me. Yeah, they, I'm telling you, you could because think about it, it's five dollars for a whole fucking thing of pizza, dude. It's, it's crazy. actually now six forty nine. There is the price. Ooh, of son of a bitch. Bitch. Yeah, Domino's changed. That's the how you know inflation has hit. They don't even have a crazy combo anymore. Whoa. Yeah, crazy combos don't exist. That's yeah, because the, they were a little too loco. That's the crazy <laughs> part. A little too crazy. This is the problem. Can we not hit on Little Caesars? Just, no. Oh, no. I think their pizza little could be a little Caesars, better. Little Caesars you're is killing like, it. it's hot. It got better. And it's it ready. It got better. Yeah, yeah like, is it good? They that's used to have, like, like, it's hot, hot and it's Little ready. Caesars had a nacho cheese have, pretzel pizza. Brady, you were able to go to a pizza place and pick one up instantly. It doesn't get much better than <laughs> that's that, what bro. I'm saying. Why don't we promote Little Caesars on here? It used to get better. It's gotten better. They used to have like straight sawdust on the bottom of their crust. It used to be bumps. That's what made it good. That's with the what spice gave you the fiber. No, the spice packet is not the same. The crust used to be straight saw, sawdust it on was, the bottom. I thought he made the gross. joke that the, the you, could, you could probably throw a little Caesar's pizza 
into a disc golf, and it probably wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, it. Brady would lose that disc. Disco, I ate it. <laughs> Brady, what happened to your disc? Oh, I, got, I got another one. There's like seven eighths of a disc just flying out. <laughs> what do you I'll keep your disc in? This like fucking cool little Caesar's uh, frisbee golf yeah, I'll show bag. Show the pizza delivery bag instead of my disc golf. <laughs> oh, dude, that should be dope. We should start Heated. making those. Good. What do you think, little Caesar's golf bag? New line. Can do. Hey. Uh, Little Caesars, if you're listening, we're ready. <laughs> and we're hot, hot and ready. <laughs> oh, we're hot and ready. Damn. Now, I do want to take some time to um, uh, see. Brady, you were telling us earlier today that you um, um, had some uh, serious hard-hitting questions. What were some of those things you had going on? I asked him earlier. <laughs> it's just that one bundle. I was going to say, doubt it and try me. <laughs> I do have a new segment presented by Zen Tobacco, though. Okay, what do we got? So if you look on Pierce's sponsor. dumbass pretty face, you'll see my mustache from the beginning of the episode. Notice how it's no longer on my face. Mm. So thanks to this new segment presented by Zen Tobacco, we are going to leg wrestle for it later in the podcast. But you have to keep listening to watch the leg, Indian leg wrestling. Yeah, you can't skip forward. It won't let you. It won't let you skip forward. There'll be too many ads in it. Prison heat. <laughs> <laughs> they got fourteen of these fucking salsa commercials, dude. Yeah, let's get let's get uh, this guy on here and just have like record and just constantly prison heat. And then oh, the podcast They're like, oh, what are you listening to? You take out the headphones. It's just like <laughs> your leg. It's too big. <laughs> Now, um, Paris, I was going to oh, Jesus Christ, Paris, I was going to ask you this question, not Paris. <laughs> Paris is over there. How, how do you... Go ahead, you, think of a question you want <laughs> to ask Paris, because you meant to ask Pierce. Well, actually, Paris, I'll hold off my question for you and ask, throw it to Pier, uh, Pierce here. Take back over? I'll take the alley What's up? <laughs> Hunter was going to ask, uh, do, you, do you know a silky boy in Japanese? I know what the, is silk in Japanese. I know the lettering, but not the verbiage. I don't know how to say it. <laughs> I knew that about you. Yeah, it's a yeah. little Japanese in you. I'm there. very well read. Um, so, do you guys have uh, an inner monologue when you masturbate at all? I was asking Paris this. I thought it would be in an anime accent, but it wasn't. Do you guys have one at all? <laughs> um. No, I usually just play fantasy by Where are you saying over there, Pierce? I usually just play fantasy by Mariah Carey in the background, and that usually gets me there pretty quick. Do you ever like paint anything on your hand and then act like it's a girl to check check out and see how you're doing tongue game wise? What like Jennifer Lopez type deal? You're doing so good, Pierce. Babe, stop. No. No, I love every I bit of your clothing. Danny, you're the only guy here <laughs> we, we don't know yet. Uh, are you a dry guy or a lotion guy? Oh, that's a great question. What's on hand? Lotion. No. Anything but dry. <laughs> you have the option. Lotion. But no, sometimes it's, it's you your don't option. Always. It's your option. What, what is your preference? Water. Tap water. <laughs> Dude, fucking Kentucky Brita. limestone. What, what City what punch. Is a nice, like, 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 not okay. phlegm, but spit honest. from like the back of... Hunter's grandma's throat. That's a question. Daniel, this is a serious question. This is a serious question. We have asked this question since the first episode. It's a very important question. Definitely because guy. everyone jerks off, guys and girls. Well, I know he probably uses sure? that band for his bun on the nuts. Everyone whoops it. Did you ask? I, I don't think girls to. I help him. I'll talk about dudes. It's usually a Dutch rudder. Anyways, <laughs> Dutch Please rudders continue. aren't homophobic. 
So you want to explain what a Dutch rudder is real quick for anyone that doesn't know what a Dutch rudder is? Yeah, man, give me your hand. Or homophobia. I don't think I'm going to do that. All right, I'll grab it. Thank you. That's a Dutch rudder. Oh, okay. Yeah. God, we've got to get a woman on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> We don't need them. Yeah, but then, We're but then fine you can't with do the Dutch rudder. Yeah, I can't do a Dutch rudder. That would be pretty homophobic if we had a girl do a Dutch rudder. So, vote-wise, Dan's probably a dry guy. I feel like... What? No. What? You a lotion guy? I literally said... Yeah. What's on hand? Unless I don't Pierce, have it there's on no way. There's no way you're getting lotion. There's no way you have that much Vaseline. He's silky boy. Who, He's the silky boy. Who jerks off with Vaseline? Not me. You're the only dry guy. Look how upset you're That's getting. That's how drive a guy That sounds like medicated attention. By the way, my shit is silky smooth when it's done, okay? I thought you'd be about that shit. Well, yeah, because your hand's like a fucking buffer. Look how, angry, look how angry the one dry guy's getting. Yeah, right. I mean... Zach's busy running his career. <laughs> like you know anything about that. <laughs> Zach's upstairs beating off with lotion. <laughs> that fucking lion sack of shit. Zach's is a dry guy. He's not a dry guy. You can't, be a, you can't be a dry guy running a restaurant, I promise. I thought I did it at work. You guys did, you sick folks. <laughs> So, um, we've been doing this thing recently, um, kind of, it's just been my thing that I forced upon the group here. Um, so, I was thinking about a thing the other day and how we have the term 86, right? It's like a big, it's a restaurant lingo that not a lot of people use, and when I do use it, people that aren't in the restaurant don't know what it is. So, I liked, I wanted to ask you guys, was there something this week that you would fucking 86 the shit out of? What you got, Brady? Your eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> so, just so you guys know, eighty-six means Dan. You want to take this because I feel like you've uh, you've been in that as long. Well, I think we've all been in that shit, Brady. Especially you with eighty-six. Why, especially me? Because you work in the back where you give me my shit ass food. <laughs> this is the fifth week in a row you've come out about my cooking. The shit ass food is only for Hunter. It's not for the guests. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Last time I put my name when I order something in the back. I when tell I you cook that. something for Lexi, I put nothing but love into it. I, I will tell you some things that you guys should know if you're in the restaurant. Who's Lexi again? Our most loyal subscriber. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Lexi. We Thank love you. Lexi. What? <laughs> no cuts this week, Bears. Remember that? <laughs> no cuts this yeah, week. No that cuts was, this week. That, that was a lot of eye contact. That, that was. <laughs> that was my sexy face. But, yeah, so I was going to say, so 86 in the restaurant industry means that basically you're out of something or if you're using it as, like, a, a something to cancel someone that you don't like, like 86, that shit. It means, like, you're kind of getting rid of it. Or it means you're out of, of stock. It just, we're going to just, it's, you're out of stock if you say 86. Just because you don't have any friends in the back doesn't mean we don't have it up there. All yeah, do you of our like friends that? are in the back. You do kill that shit. Yeah. You're the one that stalks people. Doesn't mean just because all that's how you make friends. Just because all the Mexicans in the back call you my gay lover and I accept it and you don't doesn't mean you can come at me. I do. It is very wholesome. They they <laughs> think it's adorable when we talk to I each know. other. Every time I see them, they're like, Hoto! <laughs> well, you should you ever seen me and Hunter interact in the morning? <laughs> So that's what happens. This is the last time I talked to you six hours ago before I went to bed. Dude, Brady has goes. this knack to where he will, he will get me as I'm running eight things of food out to the dinner room. He goes, bro, 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 come here, come here, come here, come here. And I'm like, Brady, I can't right now. He goes, really? <laughs> really? I'm cooking Wait. every table in the building. But yeah, when I come back there and ask for a ranch, he goes, you ring it in? What the fuck, dude? <laughs> that's a joke. Because <laughs> you look at me, you don't even look at me when you say That's it. my humor. You're trying to impress all your cool friends back there that know Spanish words and I don't know Who any. is Papi Chulo? Hablo un poquito espanol. I'm a motherfucking Papi Chulo. 
Mm. But what would you guys 86 this week? You got some of you at 86? Dry guys. God damn it. <laughs> I set myself up for Dude, this. You're 0 2 now, bro. <laughs> Paris, you're back in the restaurant league now. What do you think? What would you guys say? His name's Pierce. My name is Pierce, you cunt. You handed me the mic too. Like, what is this? What is what's going on? I got two peas in here, no pod. Peas in a pod. We're on. We're on a pod. Literally, we're literally on, we're on a pod. We're literally. Yeah. Did you start smoking weed again without me? <laughs> Do you want to smoke weed with him? <laughs> I would be able to talk. Yeah, let's keep it. <laughs> that eyebrow fell off perfect like that? timing. That was so good. Okay, but, since since you have like. You can donate your hair to Locks of Love, right? Who Brady can? But if you have if you have hair loss, <laughs> yeah. like I can All donate the time. my That's hair to like you, this. absolutely. But the hair loss is not just the hair, right? It's also like the eyebrows. So do people donate eyebrows? You know how many pretty little Dude. ginger girls are out there with alopecia because of Brady? <laughs> <laughs> like literally one. <laughs> I never thought about it like that. You're welcome, little ginger girls. I never, I, that's what you were always doing. Yeah, I mean, why do you think I'm always busy? <laughs> Dude, you're killing it out there. That's why do you think I grow my hair to this? <laughs> it's as far as it goes. We can help to it, keep right? himself humble. <laughs> you got to have one weakness. You know, I used to have really pretty hair. He remembers it, hopefully. I hope you remember it. Please remember it. Of course, it was luscious and beautiful. Yeah, he was everything like I ever wanted. Yeah, and you took hair. it away from me. I donated it to little ginger kids with, uh, what did you call it, peach Kid. Book? Kid. With peach. That's what I said. I thought he said Petra. Are you thinking of Petra? That's in Jordan. Oh, close enough. No, that's not what he's thinking. You're thinking of Mothra. That's from Godzilla. That's Godzilla. <laughs> that's Fuck. I, I knew. I was yeah. close. Are we still in the 86 segment? What is going on right now? 86 kind of. 86, 86 the last five and a half minutes. Well, hard to describe the whole Latin that? origin of 86. <laughs> right? I don't know about 86, but I had 69 your fucking grandma, Hunter. <laughs> You're fucking done. We're 86, 86 in this conversation. 420. We're not attacking you, bro. No, I'm, I'm just excited to be next to Paris. That's a, This is why I aggressively grab Paris. Paris. Oh, Paris. Oh, you do know his name. Too. Who did, who You're looking you right at me when you say that. You're looking dead smack in my eyes. I, it's because I can't see anything over here, Brady. I'm trying to make it a good time for everybody, goddammit. You look like Peyton Manning right now. Confused? His forehead's not that Concussed big. Concussed at game day marks. Peyton's forehead's That's what not that big. No, carry on. I gave you a compliment. With you that. know how many people tell me I look like Peyton Manning? Zero. I look like Peyton Manning. You know how many people tell me I look like Luke Combs, the country singer? Everybody. <laughs> That is a good one. Yeah, the back of house, one of the expos, like, the last time I was working, they're like, hey, do you know Alan Jackson? And I was like, uh, like, the singer? Yeah, I've heard a couple of his songs, and they're like, no, 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 are you related to him? I was like, bro, you look like Alan Jackson's kid. I swear to God, it is five o'clock somewhere for you, bro. Somebody, somebody was like, are like- you okay? You've been staring off into the distance for five minutes, not saying a word. I was like looking at one of the Drake's music videos. I was like, yeah, I'm trying to think of if I know anybody in real life that dresses like Toby Keith. <laughs> He's just up there, a cowboy hat, sleeveless shirt, and like a shark tooth necklace. God, man, I'm really glad you guys wrote Toby shows. Keith because I got a little bit of Toby Keith's knowledge for you that happened in Lexington, Kentucky, a few days ago. Ooh, the people's been oh, wanting it. Right, right. So we all know Toby Keith is top five greatest country musician of all time. We all love him. We can all sing his songs together. Right I would totally class. disagree with that statement, but yeah. Top of country is like, Okay, you guys done? 
And first off, Rascal Flats is better right. than Toby Keith. That's oh, I said, my right God, you're so excited. I said, right behind. Oh, I, said right I can take the rain off the roof of this broken house. That don't bother me. There we go. Rascal Flats, baby. <laughs> so anyways. Gross. Do you think Life of Highway is uh, better with them? Have you ever I seen the movie Cars? I think it's a great movie soundtrack. You ever seen Cars? Yeah. <laughs> Lightning McQueen. First off, Life is a Highway with John Mayer. Their song was called Route 66. No, that's John Mayer. Life is a Highway with Rascal Flatts. You're an idiot. You can't name a single Grateful Dead song. You don't know that. Look it up right now, Brady Wilson. Pull out your fucking phone. So anyways, Toby Keith, when I was Lexington, Kentucky. Toby Keith, Lexington, Kentucky. Breeders' Cup happened. Big deal. Don't know who won, but horses race. That's true. And um, Dylan was there. Dylan, who won? Dylan was in Lexington. Uh, Flightline won the biggest race. <laughs> I called it. I should have bet money on it. <laughs> Dude, I so talked about it. His odds were 21 to 50. So, anyways, Toby Keith, Lexington, he was in town with Dave Portnoy, El Presidente of Barcelona Sports, and apparently they went to Jeff Ruby's, had dinner. Toby Keith was hammered, which... Classic. Classic Toby Keith. <laughs> and he sang in the Jeff Ruby's dining room for over an hour. <laughs> for the whole entire Get dining room. Do you know how pissed I am that I'm poor and can't eat there? <laughs> yeah, but you could work there. Fuck! <laughs> Dude, uh, so on top of that too, Je- uh, Portnoy. Can we get our oysters? Oh no, our actually, our sous chef's out listening to Toby Keith right now. <laughs> we should be so done any cup. minute. <laughs> So Portnoy actually came to Malone's and our new host said that we have no, uh, yeah. we were completely booked up. And he uh, he was like, what? And laughed his way out of there and went yeah. somewhere And that's why I went to Jeff Ruby's with Toby Keith. Yep. Dude, I hate Malone so much right now. Toby Keith was probably with him. Toby Keith was 100% with him. Toby Keith was definitely like, I know the owner going there. You know what I'm saying? And they said that dumbass shit to Dave Portnoy. And Toby Keith was like, Let's go Jeff Ruby's and really embarrass everybody. Dude, when they when they heard when I heard that shit about that, I was like, I, I like I, I was so glad that someone else fumbled the bag like I did with Theo Vaughn multiple times when he's coming there. Like I, I'm glad that that someone else finally fumbled the bag with that. Honestly, if only you had those fucking that game game paint on your face. Oh, dude, I, I'm I'm ready now to talk to him. I just will never forget the day I kept fumbling, and then we got a phone call when Theo Vaughn's on Facetime for me. That shit fucking sucked. But Dude, we could have been on his podcast right now instead of these. Did scrubs. y'all hear about that? I I, I knew he was there. So I just didn't know you fucked up while he was there. Yeah. So uh, the first time I did it, I uh, the girls kept buying him drinks, saying it was for me, and they didn't know each of them was buying drinks, saying that it was for me. So I was like, I don't. He's gonna think I want to fuck him. You know what I mean? Like I'm giving him like his fifth fucking Captain Morgan, and I haven't even bought one of them. You know what I mean? And then the next day, or like a week, months later. Uh, he's back in there, and I get a FaceTime, and I decline the FaceTime because we're talking. And then on the FaceTime was fucking Theo Vaughn with fucking. a worker at our restaurant, dude. Yeah, fumble that shit out of that, bro. Yeah, it was good times. Good times. Dude, we could have answered FaceTime, dude. We could have we could have been famous right now instead of sitting with these scrubs. Gosh, I'd have my own mic. <laughs> we definitely have more than four mics at least for sure. yeah. we would have had a couch to sit on and some good bourbon I'm joking I'll Might say something that we can 86 that happened <laughs> this that morning anybody. I don't know did you all see what happened at UK's <laughs> campus like early this morning 2.30am there was this like okay we're 86ing her name is Sophia Rosing. And she oh, had this, like, yeah. super racist yeah. tirade. In Dillard's 86ed her. Yeah, Dillard's 86 the fuck out of her, bro. He said, they're not, she's not working for us anymore. But, like, 
But this bitch, anyways. Dillard's. Um, ah. the, the clothing apparel shop. So pretty much what happened was like this, I don't know how she got there, but she ended up in a residence hall drunk as fuck. And then like some people were trying to like, you know, calm her down, corral her. And uh, the, the RAs that were there were black and she just started calling them the N word, just like yelling at Adam, just like being really just like the nastiest thing you've ever seen in your life. But like the biggest thing that I noticed in that, I was just like, there is no one else with her. Right, she is by herself. Can you imagine how the balls you have to have to be in that situation alone with no friends, no one else, and you're just there's two. Like, thank God those girls that were there were those girls and not someone else because this girl would got her ass beat. And well, most that's, that's why you need the friends to like tell you to shut the fuck up. Right, and, right. <laughs> all right, we're gonna go somewhere else. Yeah, yeah clearly right. there's hey, like those a, don't what. There's also a reason she doesn't have those friends. Yeah, <laughs> so, right. That might be I another. Like nobody reason. wants to hang out with this girl. <laughs> so why why not? Why, why does no one want to hang out with me? It's like, I don't know. Can you imagine when you go out with her, <laughs> like at the bar? Oh fuck! You know what I mean? Like that is a no tequila, please. Just constantly worried. Just that, yeah, that checking is, your surroundings. Like just. oh my god! <laughs> like fuck! What if it was the pigeon girl last week at Halloween? Oh no. That could have been. Could have been. She got her those wings. There was a girl that was, there was a giant pigeon there. She had these massive wings. She was, she was dressed as an angel and Hunter consistently called her a pigeon. <laughs> well, when she was clucking around, I thought she was a fucking pigeon. Clucking. Well, it wasn't a chicken. I'm not an idiot. <laughs> and it can't be a rooster. So then you would know male. that pigeons coo. They don't cluck. Get the fuck out of my podcast. <laughs> you start one religion and now you got, you, you're, you're fucking well, old I mean, McDonald's? Well, I mean, are we surprised that Hunter knows so much about cock? Oh. oh. Uh, no, don't laugh. We had a moment hey. where we were going for Dan and it's I wanted to f- keep it. It's not the first in Mercury to know a lot about cock. You know what I'm saying? Well, I do want to say this. Speaking of the UK thing that happened, Brady had something happen at his apartments today. Oh, there was. How did you forget yeah, that? I was gonna say, yeah, I, you got, you got no accepted way. to UK. <laughs> great, great segue. We're segueing from racist Dillard's employees to uh, there was an active ex Dillard's employees. <laughs> Sorry, she lost a good career. So, <laughs> fucking my apartment complex. There was an active shooter there today who was running around trying to shoot up people and had a hostage, and the cops got him. I don't know if he's dead or not, or if they arrested him or what, but they got him. Was Eric back home? <laughs> Eric wasn't home. Oh. Eric didn't know about it until he walked in the door. He was like, what's up? And I said, bro, there's an active shooter here today. He said, shit. He said, our apartment gets shot. I said, no. He said, all right. And he sits down and just starts oh, listening dude, to right a wrestling podcast. Spot, yeah. By the way, I find, when I do sit in Eric's spot, I see why he loves it so much. On it's the a good spot. It's a good spot. He's like Sheldon from the Big Bang Theory, but smarter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like Sheldon doesn't know shit about wrestling. Eric could tell you exactly what audience member was sitting in the WCW Nitro Fire pay-per-view from 1984. That's not, real. <laughs> That's not a real thing. Well, WCW? Yeah. What is that saying? <laughs> He's making shit up. WCW is a real wrestling federation before WWE bought it. So where's their F for federation? I'm not getting into this. What are the two W's for? One's wrestling, to, what's the other I'm one? I'm not allowed to have a wrestling corner, so we're not going to talk about wrestling. No, it's just... No, guys, don't get him on this. You guys know what not to do. <laughs> we had a segment once about trigger words. This is one of them. <laughs> and it's not Charlie Sheen. Is wrestling okay? We can say wrestling. Okay, all right. Does it stand for wrestling? You got two hours to talk about it? Yeah, absolutely. Give me oh, one cool. second. Why don't we let Brady have his wrestling court? I don't understand why we stopped him from doing this every time. Yeah, Hunter, you want to tell them? How did I do that? 
uh, because this was your podcast. So. <laughs> I do. I do want to say this though. Hey, Pierce, can you, can you do me a favor, Pierce, and hold the mic at least? Aren't you gonna? Aren't you gonna put it in your hand? Yeah, you, you just you like just had twat. it. Aren't you, you gonna? Not in your hand. Because you're already. Is Brady about to be eating salsa out of this fucking Which is crazy because I think you scooped it out of the salsa. Give me the salsa. Into your hand. Are you going to lose this Indian leg wrestling later with you two versus me? 2v1 handicap match. I'm not worried about it because you've already been dumb twice in the same conversation. (laughs) I do want to say this though. Uh, Pierce, did you know... That uh, one of our frequent guests on here, hopefully he'll be back. I don't know how the the tag team championship went with them too, but Jackie Daytona is, uh, is especially a massive lover of your fabrics. Oh, I'm aware. It's all he wears. Do you? Um, uh, oh, yeah. I'm actually his manager. Yeah, he is. He is. <laughs> but I want to say, is actually, Sunshine Jackson. So the story. So the story goes of how I he came Sunshine up with his Jackson. catchphrase. Of uh, how he came up with his catchphrase of fireflies. Do you remember how that happened during frisbee golf? Uh, it's got, you got the sun in your eyes because uh, my old two K player. What in the fuck are you saying? My old two K player. We lived in this trap house, fucking like seven years ago. Was Sunshine Jackson? He was just like a seven foot three black dude with like a McDonald's. Oh my god, that's his afro. manager, Sunshine Jackson. Yeah, I was I was manager, and he uh, would always block just fucking everything, but was terrible at shooting. So he'd always say, "You got the sun in your eyes," and just <laughs> kind of swat everything. But I do remember you, because I was out there during this rare occurrence, and the cigarettes were going. I know it is amazing. Such a good mama bird, you know. Go. <laughs> But I would say that I do remember it very vividly. It was it was a cigarette was going on, and then Pierce even said, "You know, you know it's, dude, your your bird noise is really good." I trained a bird in the backyard. The beautiful thing was I remember after after of course the uh, salsa feeding that happened out there as well. Um, <laughs> Okay, we're just going. This okay, is just, just going. This is just, just a going segment team. of its own right now. <laughs> I should have made. I should have made one for uh, Dan. <laughs> the heartburn is going to be immense. <laughs> and everybody, once again, this is Henry Clayton's um, uh, prison. Henry prison heat. Prison heat salsa. Hey, I can. I, I, I can. Send, <laughs> I do. I do understand why it's called prison heat because this is gonna burn my asshole later. I swear. That, taste, that actually tasted a lot better when Brady gave it to me. I don't know what it was, but like that made that a lot better. That's been every meal for the past three years. Yeah. It's made with love. So, guys, after the quick break, we are now back. Daniel unfortunately had to leave because he had to get a ride. He's doing more successful stuff, I, aka trying to figure out starting a religion. Yeah, yeah, starting religion. That's a lot. It's it's a lot going on. But, Pierce, I wanted to ask you about, like, um, let's get deep on a level here about, like, uh, life and working and, like, you know, working to feed yourself and not someone else. How much of your decision to, like, make a make your own business or make your own clothing company was, like, out of, like, fuck this, I can't be working for people and, like, making them more money? A very large portion of it. You I think really, so? Yeah. I really enjoy putting as much work in as I want to do exactly what I want to do, which luckily my bills are very cheap and things I want to do are right. 
pretty cheap as well. So I don't, so like, I don't want to put that much work into it. I don't necessarily have to, but I really enjoy doing it in the first place. So it works out it, pretty yeah. well. And I don't really have to have a website or a large amount of stock to sell stuff. It all sells pretty quick. Yeah. Everything I make. So pretty privileged in that aspect you, as well. How much do you think is that, that is like, um, like, like talent and how much do you think it is hard work? Like, did you have a knack for like fashion and stuff before you started doing this? Or yeah, did you- I never had any experience in sewing or any type of fashion. I was always pretty basic as far as like yeah. my clothing went in the first place, but really found a uh, calling for when I went, started going to like festivals and stuff, just being able to express yourself more through wearing ratchet ass Dyke sparkly clothes and shit yeah, and fucking fuck yeah. making other people comfortable feeling the same way with whatever. Like I have a ton of people that are like, yeah, I don't think I could like rock this clothing or whatever. Like it's cool and all, but I don't think I could do it. I'm just like, dude, fucking so own the shit. It's not- do you think if it wasn't clothing, it would have been something else? Like you seem to like, it doesn't seem like you're like, oh, fashion is my passion. Like day one kind of person. It was just like, you I definitely found the gravitate thing. towards that more now than anything else. Cause I've worked like, food kitchen management at music festivals and stuff. And I've worked like kitchen and restaurant jobs my whole life, but it's definitely not what I'm super passionate or yeah, excited yeah. to go Have do you, anymore. Just cause I've been doing that for so long and everything like that, but definitely finding more of a niche in the merch and artist experience yeah. of music festivals and things like that. So going along with that, have you ever Tr- uh, like attempted any other creative endeavors like music or anything else like that? Uh, I'm not really super musically oriented. I definitely appreciate label. it and go out of my way to see. That's like mainly what I entertain myself with is going to concerts and shows and things mm-hmm. like okay. that. But uh, I used to do painting and trying to sell paintings and graffiti before I did the clothing and it yeah. was fun and still semi-successful but not near as like fulfilling for me because it's harder to sell paints because like people can sit there and appreciate it hanging up on their wall but it's not something they can wear out in public and like right. express themselves with on a daily basis it's as they want to way harder to sell a painting than like a dope yeah. ass you know or i've always too. wanted yeah, to be exactly. that level in my life to where i could go to like say a i don't know like um, like one of those pop-up things to where there's art and everything like downtown and stuff. People yeah. are putting art out and they're putting like $320, $600 on like these pieces of art. And then one yeah. day I could finally be like, I'm going to buy that. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah, I'm going nice, to, yeah. I'm going to buy that shit. Yeah. And I've you got know? plenty of like five, $600 pieces of art that like, it's cool. And it's like homies I know and I'm supported through doing their yeah. art and stuff like that. But it's just, not so, like tangible everyday thing. Like it's so on my wall and gives me inspiration and shit every now and then, but it's not like tangible for everyone it's else very, to see. It's very much like intrinsic that. when I feel like it, it comes to a, a piece of art. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's like, what does it do for you? When I exactly. feel like clothing in general is more of a kind of subjective, I'm out and about. I want people to appreciate yeah. it. It's like, it's more yeah. of a movable piece of art that you can carry with you all yeah. the time. You know yeah. what I mean? I was going to ask sure. you like, how much do you think you're, you're driven by like the fact that like you get to sell this stuff. Cause it's like, it's like, you know, making something is one thing, but having someone else value it and put money yeah. on it is a different thing. It's definitely, like I said, I'm very fortunate to where like most stuff I make, it sells pretty quickly and stuff. So I know a bunch of other artists and people who do the same thing that their stuff does not sell as quick, regardless yeah. of how much better, more talented they are. It's just marketing yourself. Cause yeah. I've been doing this for like three or four years or something right. like that. So it's just like I've <sighs> everyone I know on like on Instagram that follows me and supports me, like I know ninety percent of them and have met right. them in person or like 
supported them in some way, somehow, whether it's supporting, like showing other people their brand or doing it myself. So it's not just like, you know, you're out here to make money, but you're like, yeah, exactly. Like this is is what I'd be doing regardless of how well it was sound in the first place this is I, like what i like to do i wish danny was here to talk about this because it brings up a point about how money drives certain things that doesn't like drive others you know you know what i'm saying because it's like yeah. damn it i wish danny was here but like it's not necessarily a bad thing that you're that having a reward of money coming for your endeavors like it's not a bad thing like it can't yeah. be isolating in like a purely capitalist i'm trying to like Hey, hey, don't let me get in your head. Mother. I get like 45 seconds into a good thought and then something happens <laughs> every fucking time on this podcast. Because I was stuck with that with y'all fuckers talking about my grandma, so get the it's fuck fair. over it. Okay, fair. Carry on. Fair. Carry I on. tried my okay. hardest to That's hold fine. that in. No, you didn't. You pushed it out. I saw you oh, make a face. Yeah. You thought you were taking a shit. How hard you, <laughs> and then these leather No, ass, there's no way you... These, uh, these uh, leather hard. ass chairs exposed him so no, hard. He, put, he fucking <laughs> broke the bottom of the chair. Like, no, you didn't. You shot a fucking M16 through the bottom no, of that I chair. I tried my hardest repairs the story to hold it in, bro. I swear. It's about as far as into like a serious topic You need to check your anal tension. It's out of control. No, anal rates with Brady are far out the window. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm getting sorry, my refund on this day. You ate so much salsa. I have Crohn's disease. You should see him every time he's here where he's like, guys, I don't know if I keep going. I'm so hungry. Eat before you fucking come here, bro. Every single fucking time. I get so sweepy when I can't eat. Oh, does it hurt? You've been I, talking about my grandmother for three hours. Go fuck yourself. I have Crohn's disease. Pierce, you too. If I eat, I, don't know why I can't say it, dude. <laughs> if I eat before the podcast, I'm shit. Not all Asians look alike, okay? Yeah, very racist. Fraternal Asians. Yeah. I don't He's know. He's high, not Asian. And God they, damn it. How do we go from farts to Asians? I'm sorry I did this. Maybe I'm just vocalizing my anger for Paris going ape shit on dude, grandma. I I'm sorry, bro. I went hard on you today. I'm sorry, buddy. I'm sorry. I, went hard I swear on you to God, I tried to hold that fart in. I, I know you did, Brady. I saw you. I saw you trying. That's why um, I, I was, was sort of laughing. And I was trying to ask Pierce a real question about how you know what motivates him and like you know how today's society is set up. But you know we farted instead. So we're gonna take oh, it. Really Honestly, sure, that could Brady. be an expression for society really today. Sure. Sometimes it's just a shit clog. It's postmodern, man. We're out here. You are out Adam here. West over there. You know what was crazy what? that I spent so much money on fake mustaches. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was literally You're making it about yourself again Five little Caesar's pizzas You're making it about yourself again Here's what I want to ask, ask you about that much. Yeah, that's whatever. I want to ask you about this community, like making clothes, that kind of stuff. Is it a, like a, a, a niche that like where everyone can eat kind of, do you think? Or do you think it's like, you know, you only select people will kind of come out of this? Because there's some industries like, I don't know, podcasting is one of those right now where like a lot of people are doing it. A lot of people can make some money off of it, right? I definitely know a bunch of random dudes that I know strictly off Instagram that I've talked to and just fucking geek over weird selling shit with that yeah. we all have our own business and stuff. But as far as I know, I'm the only person like in Lexington doing the exact same shit. I would say that's fact that so. I'm doing. I know a bunch of people that do like the vintage resale and stuff. And that's, Oh yeah, that's cool and all, but like, but in my own- opinion, I, I collect vintage tees when I see them too, but I sell them all for 20 bucks. Like, I didn't fucking make it. So I'm yeah. not going to yeah, wax, yeah. wax someone on just like, Oh, I found something rare. Fucking. So does Give that two hundred dollars for is, it? Is like, that, yeah. is that I didn't put anything into it, so right. it's that, not. Anything. Is that something that you take pride in the the fact that like that's how you started, and then 
you've yeah, made I something de- more of it. Yeah, I definitely take pride in the fact that like I put blood, sweat, and tears yeah. into fucking more or less everything I make, and mm-hmm. it all definitely started out kind of mids to be honest. But yeah. we're we've gotten to where we're at, and it's all. Yeah. I would ask you about far probably by this point about like Lexington in particular, right? Because yeah. Lexington is kind of an interesting place where it's like it's got a community of people that are willing to like do stuff and work hard, but like overall, Lexington is very. Like kind of of a corporate kind of it's place. Very, it's very vanilla. Yeah it, yeah, it is. It is literally any strip mall you can go into any town that yeah. is Lexington, like legitimately. But you you go towards the center of town where it's like a little more vibrant, a little more stuff happening. But then you see people like you popping up, a little more musicians popping up. Is it something that like do you think Lexington fosters that kind of thing, or do you have to like go super niche with what with the audience that you target? Towards? I definitely think it does, but just a lot of people that do come up and are big enough to have any recognition here move out and get go to somewhere bigger where there's a bigger market and shit but i like honestly i don't really have any need to i like being here where i can foster a market and other people to do the same thing like i've taught like dozens of people here to sew and start making their own clothing and stuff that are other artists and things like that so they don't have to outsource it to other people that's what i'm saying dude like i think there's a lot that occurs that can occur here that just doesn't yeah. because like people kind of bail out pretty quick once they get some well, because success. because i that's that's what the difference is with this market out here because i've always thought about that i've always thought about why is it that these other areas have so much more of a market for this type of stuff even though it's oversaturated you know what i mean like like california new york florida you so, know even texas I, I was just saying in the mere fact where it's like it's like because people, it's a lot harder of a process and people forget that the people that were out there before doing it created that market for it. Yeah. So it, that's why you got to kind of bear through, you got to, you know, bear knuckle so, death match with that shit. You got to yeah. kind of just, you know, go with the rise. And on, the that, on that same line of questioning, um, do you feel like the reason you were be able, you have been able to become so successful in a smaller market is, I feel like your marketing is fantastic like i i've been to places in cincinnati louisville like places all around this area where i still see silky boys stickers and stuff you know where like i definitely um a huge part of it is just word of mouth to be honest i get Mm -hmm. all the time every week that are just like yo saw someone wearing this in public hit them up and they were like here's where to go to need this shit right now yeah so a huge part of it is literally just Honestly, I got a ton of friends that support me and have bought multiple things off me, but a bunch of it is just randos off Instagram or yeah. meet in person at Dude, bars you or create shows a podcast. and stuff that are just like, no. <laughs> <laughs> they just hit That's me up. They're like, yo, I need just this. You know, he's a fashion designer. Yeah. <laughs> We're the podcasters. So, one I'm thing busy. I love about I'm your marketing, busy. Brady's got it. <laughs> yeah. There's one thing I love about your marketing is every. Where I go to play disc golf, there's a Silky Boy sticker on a hole. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, I try to vandalize the public as much as possible. <laughs> I love it, dude. And like, graffiti roots. Even my roommate, yeah. Eric, who's like anti-life <laughs> and the world, he'll see me like, huh, Silky Boys, how's Pierce doing? I'm like, motion school, Eric. And that's what I'm saying is like, like I knew of you through different people that we work with and stuff, but like the first time that like I took the – took the time to realize your impact is I was in Cincinnati because I have family in the Cincinnati area and I saw yeah. a Silky Boy sticker on a bathroom wall in a bar in Cincinnati and I was like wait a minute I was like this guy like he understands what he's doing like he yeah. he knows why he's yeah. doing this I definitely try to go to all the local 
bars and pop-ups, yeah, whether it yeah. benefits me or not. Still, that's, So that's why I wanted to know, like, about your marketing strategy, because, like, you, like, you seem to get it. Like, it, you seem to understand that even if you hit this niche market around here, you can still make a living and you can still do what you want to do. And yeah. I think that's really fucking cool, because, I mean, that's that's kind of what we're trying to do here. Like that. Yeah. So I, I appreciate it. Well, I wanted to ask like a kind of a grander question about Lexington at this point. So do you think that Lexington could eventually foster like a community around arts the way that, you know, Louisville does the way that bigger places do? Because once again, Lexington people kind of tend to leave and go and try to pursue it somewhere else. Yeah. Either that or the art they fucking romanticizes just a bunch of fucking stupid horses and pictures of barns. That and is shit. true. Well, that, yeah, yeah, they, yeah, yeah, they, yeah, romanticize is a good word with that because it, it is picture of river. Right? Yeah. It's Melancholy. Not, yeah. Floor. Yeah. 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 Bourbon barrel. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, no, I get you though. But like Kentucky basketball, it, right? Like, it's really all it is here in I Lexington. To join in, I'm sorry. But like, there's like this underground community of people that are like dying to really kind of support something local, something that they can get behind. That's not just like sports, which is sports are great. Is that Zach? Oh, is that Zach? Oh, that is. Oh, it's Zach. It's Zach. Is Zach. Oh, oh, is. Back from the grand oh, opening. How was it, God. buddy? How dude, was the grand opening? If I was a bull, I'd rush the fuck out of it. Was him. it busy? Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. Got some dry guy energy in here. You know what? Yeah. 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 Today asking me, when does the Lee's Town Drake's open up? I was going to lose my fucking mind. Today it opened. Yeah, I know. I was on to goes, and half our phone calls was, hey, um, try to get a hold of Lee's Town. I was like, God damn it. <laughs> Jesus fucking hell. That's awesome. Congratulations on the grand opening, Zach. Yeah. Yes. That's a big deal. Guys, for everyone that doesn't know, Zach is the manager of a new restaurant that opened up here in Lexington. Not new, but it is a uh, Lexington staple, and it is BHG, a.k.a. Drake's, and he's and it's delicious. Go see Zach. If you go up there and use promo code Zach Lyle, you'll get a 40% discount. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll get a free appetizer Tell and fried everybody. Mention Stuck and Static. Promo he will hook you up with his promo code Stuck. Promo code stuck. Yeah. Zach, by the way, we brought some uh, salsa for you. Some hot salsa you want the yeah. salsa Ooh. yeah there we go feed him feed him feed him yeah zach's been working 16 hour days he has plenty of food for you yeah oh yeah yeah that's prison salsa right there baby i said the same the thing at first I, had to, you know, I was gonna i was gonna so earlier you're talking about um how because i've always thought about this too because i've always been like I see your like I see your gear and stuff like that, but I I, I could never wear it just based on the mere fact where like the word I hear that you were talking about earlier it was like when people say they don't feel comfortable like wearing you're like dude rock that shit. Do you have a de definition of what you would say is a poser? Like you know what I mean with fashion? Is there a poser in fashion? Because like do you think that you want a certain crowd rocking your gear or is it more or less? No, I've definitely I've definitely turned out so many fucking silly little preppy college boys coming to pop ups at bars and shit that are just like I want to wear this, but I feel like I would look retarded or gay. And I was like, maybe you're gonna look gay and retarded. So, and they, they end up leaving with kimonos and a bunch of shit that like I handmade that look just absolutely preposterous, but they fucking leave with a smile on their face, rocking this shit straight up. All right. So uh, I They're, guess and, and, it's literally all about how. Comfort yeah, comfortably you are in your own skin with it. Do you, do you deal with that at all when you're in there to where like, you, do you ever catch yourself being like, now that you've been doing it for a while now, do you feel like you create a, a class of people that you want to be able to sell to? Like where you catch people coming in or do you feel like you're still at that level of where you're like, dude, I'm, you know, rep what you want to rep, but you got to be yourself doing it. 
you know? Yeah, definitely the rep what you want to rep would be yourself doing. I have people hit me up for, like, specific custom things that they want that are the same style, but they're just like, yeah, tone that shit down hella vanilla. Like, oh, I, don't want, I don't want any of this jazz to it or have people that are the where do you Where do you think that it? comes from, though? What, what do you think it is? Just because, like, why do you think your fashion in, in a certain degree, like, represents maybe that extreme level? Because it's something that you don't see every day, probably? I mean, it's definitely... Some most of it's some flamboyant one to one like different stuff. Like I had, I was at Joanne Fabrics buying like thread and stuff today. I had literally like eighty year old grandmas being like, "Where did you get your jackets?" Yeah. 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 You sold my I grandma made it and they're just sitting there stroking me, just like <laughs> my granddaughter does that. Oh, <laughs> yeah. number, the dude. jacket you sold my grandma, she fucking loves, dude. Yeah, like I made Brady's mom clothes and shit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Pierce loves gills, everybody. He does. Just I like be careful if it shows up in Well, we need to talk with we, we've talked with Pierce before to where like his his fashion is very like metrosexual type of base to where even even Pierce I know I caught that. Pierce has said Pierce is making fabrics as well. But uh it's one of the things where it's like I remember you even saying you're like, Yeah, you won't catch me in the summer without rocking a skirt. You know what I mean? No, like not a shot. It's yeah, just it's just breathable, it's pretty. And he's got that soccer ass, dude. Yeah. Yeah. He's a swimmer. Leftover. (laughs) I like that. He's got some swimmers still. I feel like, you know, what we were talking about with like Danny, with like, you know, men being like, you know, closeted and like withdrawn or something. I think it's good to like, you know, just let yourself do whatever it is, wear a skirt, paint your nails. Fucking like, who cares? Like, if it feels good and it looks good. I'm going to paint my toenails, not fingernails type of guy. You know what I'm saying? I do that too. We had a whole discussion about the fingernail painting. Not too long ago. <laughs> we, we have some bigots on the podcast, unfortunately. Yeah. There's Which a lot of bigotry ones? that happens. Which one's the... Uh, who's the bigot? That's a good question. I think we should get this fucking leg wrestling going. What do you think? Woo! I'm done. You want to see some Indian leg wrestling? Well, I'm done close it out with some leg wrestling. I tell you guys yeah. this. Before we hop into that, um, Pierce, I want you to go ahead and rep what you got going on, what's new, and what's coming up, and how people can get a hold of you or find your stuff. We call this so we got, this segment's uh, called Housekeeping. I'm going to be in an art gallery at the Lexington Art League Loudon House in Castlewood Park uh, starting this month. I believe it goes from the 13th till January 6th, and then I've got a pop-up slash fashion show uh, at Vintage Therapy at the Gray Line Station, November 17th, I believe. So by the time y'all hear this, it'll it'll be that week for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be like a whole full day event. So, yeah. Let's do it. Let's clear this fucking shit out. Well, let's, let's, uh, let's make it... Let's make it a podcast goal to let let's all be there. Let's let's be a part of this. I'd like to be there. You said yeah. November seventeenth? Well seventeenth. Pierce yeah. I see this. I'm almost hundred percent positive. <laughs> okay, so would you ever be down to do, do some a models so second static collab? Oh yeah. Oh let's do, do it. Do what? Second static collab. Do it. That's kind of what That's this what is, saying. right? That's what I'm saying. Let's do another one. Yeah. 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 Right? yeah. Let's do it. All, all right, guys. Let's see it. All right, let's move this table out. Uh Hunter, I need you commentating. Oh, fair. Here, just push it back. It's only gonna last thirty seconds. If, uh, I need a sub- back to the leg wrestling championship of two thousand and twenty-two, sponsored by assholes in menthol cigarettes. I have two of the reigning champions right here. I have PJ the DJ Pierce Jones coming in hot with his bucket hat and the thighs of fucking steel. I have. 
Righty fucking Wilson, man of legend, man of myth, the man himself. Thor couldn't even take down those fucking legs with me, nor. And they're going to set up for the stage right here. Folks, I bet you are not ready for a show like this you've ever seen before. Welcome to ESPN, The Ocho. Here we go. Both men are going to get their legs ready for the competition. Men, go ahead. One. Here it is. Two. Do the count. Three. Now they're coming in. All right. Pierce comes in hot with the right side, coming in with the twist. His hips have been working for this his whole life. Now, Brady, though, has the upper hand because his thighs are quite larger than him, but I feel like this weight may be... I got the pin. I got the pin. Everybody, it was a quick round. Uh, Luckily, there are three in this round, and uh, Brady Wilson is the winner of this first round. All right. As we come in hot for this next one... Both men are going to wriggle out the legs, get a little stretched out. Brady's getting a bit aggressive down there, but Pierce seems to handle it like a man. And as the men set it up, we go on a three count. Three, two, one. And they're in it. They're both in it. He comes in hot. Brady comes in with a quick side twist of an equivalent factor. He's got the twist. He's got it right there. Pierce Jones seems to come in hot with some flagrant fouls right there to the ass. The left cheek is being brutally demoralized by that. Brody hasn't felt this type of way since he had his first lover. It seems like he is getting more aggressive. Both men have known each other for a long time. They're now throwing hands. The ref is not stepped in yet, but they're now going at it. Brody sits up tight with it. He's coming in hot with a flannel that's been clearly bleached way too heavy. He is now coming for the arm. He's going for the head. Uh, he knows that may be a weak point. Brady has lost the glasses. Pierce is now coming in hot with the leg on the side there. He's twisting the turn. He's twisting the turn. He's going for the eyes, 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 eyes. I don't know if we can see this one going any deeper, folks. It is getting quite aggressive. He is there. The eyes, eyes are taking off. Brady's got the hat back. He has a sense of power. He's going for the arm. I don't know what the point is of this one right now, but we're going to come in hot. Maybe it could be. Oh, the bucket hat is being reached for. That it may be Pierce's one of his objectives. What are we doing here? All right, we got some belly skin. Good for the... That's a pin. That's a pin. <laughs> they are both That's physically very well and fit. That's a pin. All right. Call the pin one round three. Let's get around two. That was very not. All right, you all. You won the first two rounds. This was Why a leg, are we going leg, around three? This was right. a leg wrestling championship of 2022. Thank you for tuning in. <laughs> Next year. <laughs> be prepared for maybe a better, better a rundown. Pierce was talking heavy, Marty. But uh, at the end of the day, his zipper shoes did not pull it off. His <laughs> zipper Guys, thanks for tuning to Stuck and Static this week. Hope you have a good time and check out the pod. Mm.